the experience you're going to have is going to change. The rich, immersive experience that was never thought possible, it will be possible with 5G. Especially from a sports point of view, I'm excited about what it can bring to the fans and provide a you know, rich and a more communal experience. And I think it's up to us across MLB to make that possible. And we will. We're going to have some interesting things in the T-Mobile home run derby and uh, the All-Star game this year with the AR and 5G. And uh, it'll be fun to uh, showcase that to our fans. Welcome to The Restless Ones. I'm Jonathan Strickland. I've spent more than a decade really learning about technology, what makes it tick, and then describing and explaining that to my audience. But it's the conversations with the world's most unconventional thinkers, the leaders at the intersection of technology and business that fascinate me the most. In partnership with T-Mobile for Business, I explore the unique set of challenges that CIOs and CTOs face from advancements in cloud and edge computing, software as a service, internet of things, and of course, 5G. We are often left wondering how the leading minds in business continue to thrive. Let's find out. Today, we have two guests from Major League Baseball, or MLB. Vasanth Williams, Chief Product Officer and EVP of Product and Engineering, as well as Truman Boyce, SVP of Infrastructure. In our last episode, I spoke with Vasanth and Truman to learn more about their roles and how they leverage technology to augment the game of baseball. And by that, I don't just mean the experience of watching a game or even visiting a ballpark. It also includes the game itself, which changes as coaches and players gain access to more sophisticated technology and analytics. In today's episode, we begin exploring how some emerging technologies are already having an effect on how we experience baseball and what we might expect in the future. I want to start with talking about how MLB is planning on leveraging 5G connectivity with Uh, high-frequency 5G. Now that we're seeing more and more 5G-supported devices coming out, we've got uh, a broader implementation of 5G in different regions. What are the plans for MLB to leverage 5G? I could speak to it on an infrastructure standpoint. I think, you know, overall, there may be additional product changes that we we start to unlock. But I, I look at it as a technology that unlocks possibilities. So to start with one, it would be additional bandwidth and low latency and being mobile matters. So, you know, we talk about the 30 ballparks, that's one thing, but we also service jewel events, which are, you know, there's the T-Mobile home run derbies, there's Field of Dreams, and there's just all these other things that support the game of baseball, which are more for transient or temporary connections and being able to have uh, either live video streamed out of these locations with adequate bandwidth or stats or all of it. You know, it, it may be all of that type of data that we want to have delivered. And so you start there and then you sort of, you know, build upon it. You know, how can we have better security in the areas to monitor anti-drone technologies and things that we, you know, we care about. We care about, you know, how do we protect the entire ballpark? 5G, I think, provides transport and infrastructure to allow us to do that. So that's from an infrastructure side, I'd say those are key points. Excellent. Vasanth, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I, I would say at this point, we are scratching the surface and all the the possibilities of uh, 5G. So if you really take a step back and think about it, imagine you're at the ballpark and the things the 5G allows you to do. One of the things we talk about internally at MLB is how could we make the experience at the ballpark better than watching it 
on TV with all this different camera angle. Going to the ballpark experience should be on par or better than watching it from home on your television. How can we make that happen? I think 5G enables that. You know, if you missed a play or you want to see it from an angle that is never seen before, or you can see it from a different camera angle itself, we should be able to make that possible. And I think 5G really provides that experience makes that possible, right? And you'll see some of that coming out, part of our dual event, but I think I'm excited what 5G can unlock. Yeah, I I think of things like uh, augmented reality implementations that could go from anything from just augmenting the experience of sitting between innings to things that are actively giving you more information about what you're seeing. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, I'm curious also, what are some of the bleeding edge technologies that you're eager to experiment with? Stuff that, you know, you see the promise of that tech and you're hoping that you might be able to find meaningful ways to implement it within the MLB approach. Definitely. You already touched upon it a little bit, uh, the augmented reality. It's already here, but to a point where it is not interfering with your actual physical experience. So that's, to me, is the things that we're experimenting with. So augmented reality need not just be through your phone. It could be through your, your smart glass or any other device that actually let's experience a full physical reality as well as uh, and adds on to it versus right now, I got to do one or the other. So at any point in real time, you can say how fast the pitch was, what's the launch angle and uh, wherever you're sitting in the field and really uh, create an experience that is really phenomenal and immersive for a fan. So that I'm excited about and and it's going to happen. It's a question of time and how fast we're going to do it and and we're going to keep experimenting with it. And uh, and Vasant, I'm so glad you brought that up too because... Uh, I agree. I think I think when we get to a point where uh, AR headsets are at uh, a level of sophistication and affordability, then they are truly immersed in the experience while they still get the benefit of that augmentation. I really look forward to the emergence of that technology and the maturation of it. Um, Truman, do you have any thoughts about any sort of bleeding edge tech that, I mean, you've been working with things like LiDAR and stuff already to a great yeah. extent. but I think all those things are really exciting. I think biometric access to ballparks is going to have a transformational impact, I think, to fans and, and even new fans that just are like, what's it like to go to a game? Oh, wow, I have to wait you know, you know, 20, 30 minutes to kind of get in here and then I got to deal with the concession stands. It's a lovely experience, but making it better and finding ways to just even purchasing items should just be a very seamless experience. We've we've solved it other places and it would be nice to see this make its way, you know, into into the ballparks. And I think the second thing is it's a little bit more reachable right now, which is a lower latency product. So, you know, take your phone and go and try and watch a game live, you know, go, physically go to the ballpark and look at the delta between when a pitch is thrown and when you see it on your screen. And the reason why this actually matters is because when you get up for some reason and you want to just see what just happened or what you missed, or there's a cheering, everyone in the crowds are going wild. And then you're like, what did I miss? Well, how nice would be able to pull that back up and just go, oh, wow, that's cool. All right. I'm back in the game now. I saw what happened. And to experience that, to bring that latency down. And those technologies are, they're accessible to us. And so we're, we're spending time on this now to try to make the experience better. And I guess it also really helps to be a fan of baseball and to know what those experiences are. Like, where are those potential pain points for fans? Like, what are the things that might be frustrating for a fan uh, and finding ways where technology can perhaps alleviate that or speed things up so that 
it is a, a a more seamless and fun experience from start to finish. And at the end of the day, when you go home after the Braves have choked in playoffs, you can say like, well, that was an amazing day, even if it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. <laughs> well, um, I also am curious how are you how are you leveraging technology not just to uh, to create new experiences for baseball fans how are you using it to attract new fans to the game in what ways are you looking at technology as a way of bringing in new people so uh, we need to be where the fans are so the next generation of fans not just uh, which digital places they are but also the way they consume media. It's different. And if we don't adapt it, uh, and provide them in the way they consume, we're going to lose them in a, a, for a long period of time. So we're leveraging all of this new technology that we have to provide content in a way that's engaging to them, whether it's short form, bite-sized content, where they have it on the go, or um, you know, your morning roundup of uh, what happened last night. So those are big areas of investment for us. We launched a product called Rally, which is a predictive gaming where you can predict what's going to happen while you're watching the game. So the age group that plays that game is significantly lower than our average uh, baseball fan because we're using technology and products and functionality that appeals to the next generation uh, is is critical. It changes all the time. So as I talked to you about pace of change, uh, you know, the go back uh, five six years ago, TikTok was didn't exist or wasn't big, and we have to continuously adapt and use technology to be in the forefront of that. So uh, I, I love that part of the strategy is gamifying the baseball game. (laughs) That's gamification taken to the nth degree. Uh, But but also, like, as you point out, it is interesting because part of your challenge is that you're looking at making the the all this amazing data finding those meaningful implementations of that data, not just in one size fits all, but in different uh, aspects to appeal to the various uh, uh, tendencies you you observe in different generations. I honestly had not even thought about that. It's not just enough to collect this information and mm-hmm. not even enough to just package it. You have to very uh, intently create different packages for different types of fans. And I would also add that you should also allow them to create. What we are seeing with the, the younger and the newer fans is they want to be creators. How could we let them create their own experience with baseball? That's how we need to be thinking about it. Uh, it's not just we create it and, hey, hey, take it. Uh, I think you will like it, but rather allow them to create their own experience where, when they interact with digital or even when they go to the ballpark, uh, creating uh, what we call the personalized experience. And what we've seen is the next generation is very creative, we're content creators in general. So we want to be able to allow that to happen. Well, it takes the the baseball experience even more of, as a participatory thing as opposed to being a passive spectator of a sport. Now, I feel like we've touched on this a little bit because you've talked about how the data you collect, you're able to share that with teams and coaches. But how would you say that the, the game overall has sort of evolved due to the fact that you have the ability to, to leverage this kind of technology and information? Well, I mean, I think on the macro level, you know, probably you know, five to 10 years ago, no one has even heard of a launch angle. Velocity off the bat was a, a stat that nobody knew because it simply wasn't measured nor advertised. And 
I think you've, you've seen impacts to the game where, you know, in the dugouts, you know, there's, you know, coaches have iPads, they're reviewing, you know, some of the content of the players. So they're able to provide coaching tips. This is happening as a real time feedback loop and it's supported by a bunch of infrastructure to put in there, you know, high speed Wi-Fi or, you know, capabilities for 4G and 5G within the ballparks. The other thing, which is, is super important to us is around accuracy. So just accuracy of the tracking, but also accuracy of all of the camera angles and distributing them back to areas where they can be reviewed in a very quick time period. So these are high frame rate cameras. We're talking, you know, normal cameras, you know, anywhere from 30 to 60 frames per second. These cameras are like 2,500 to 3,000 frames per second. So you can go, you know, clip, clip, clip. Let's look at the way that ball was spinning. Let's take a look at, you know, was the foot on the bag? All of that is sent back at very high bit rates. And so it's just enabled better calls. It's enabled a better experience so that you know, fans agree with that particular call that's happening on field. Hopefully there's more of that. Yeah, it's just small changes in tech are having monumental impact. It just takes a little time for them to proliferate. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're getting there over time. If there's one thing most businesses can agree on these days, it's that change has never come about so quickly. New ways of working have become the norm. As a result, the status quo no longer cuts it when it comes to helping businesses adapt and innovate. That's why T-Mobile for Business uses unconventional thinking to help businesses work smarter and grow faster. Only T-Mobile offers America's largest and fastest 5G network, It's just one reason they're better able to help businesses solve the real-world challenges they face as they evolve. For instance, their new WFX solutions help team members stay connected and productive where work happens. With nearly two and a half times the network coverage of AT&T, nearly four times more than Verizon, and $40 billion invested in network and business improvements over the next three years, T-Mobile for Business is better for your business right now and into the future. See what they can do for your organization at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or features. See tmobile.com. As you pointed out earlier, Truman, something that really excites me is this idea of being able to leverage technologies like 5G so that you can start to recreate a simulacrum of the experience of a big ballpark in other areas where you're able to have this rapidly deployed infrastructure, essentially, to support that kind of incredible data capture and leveraging of data. Uh, something that would not have been really possible without that kind of very low latency, high throughput connectivity. Yeah, you're right. I think there's a lot that you can do with you know at least 500 megabits per second that you can realize on 5G and and upwards, and that just didn't exist in the past. So you can have a near parity with a wired connection with 5G and latency that matches an Ethernet connection. And so, you know, it's not just around, you know, can we do the same things that we were previously doing? It's just what can you build on top of this when you have completely open potential on any location, 
and speeds that are adequate. So we, we're excited about just the transport of video, infrastructure components, resilient connections that, you know, if fiber connections were to break in a ballpark, that we could route that traffic back over 5G and, and protect um, the streaming experience. Just all of it together, I think really becomes, you know, open and unlocked. So really exciting to be a part of it. I mean, anecdotally, I would also share that in Jersey City, in New Jersey, I was able to get 500 megabits per second on T-Mobile off my sailboat. So, you know, it was pretty nice to, you know, be able to connect back and stream a game and, and get that kind of throughput. Yeah, on a boat, no less. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Vasanth, I'm very curious uh, because we've been talking a lot about these these new experiences people can have and things that are uh, that are already out there, at least in some form. Can you kind of give me what you envision the experience would be like going to what a, a baseball game five years from now? I mean, clearly the Braves are in the postseason. They're destined to win it this time. But what's that experience like? Yeah, absolutely. So there's two aspects to when we think about what's five years going to look like from a technology and digital point of view. Uh, the one big one we're asking about is the going to the ballpark experience. The way we think about it is uh, what is the your couch to seat and back to couch experience should be. Sitting in your couch, you you want to buy a ticket, you could just ask your Alexa or Google Home or uh, your Siri and you say, okay, you know, get me these tickets to the Braves game. So, and it's just there and goes into your wallet and, and you say it's time to go to the game and you get into your car and it's a smart connected car. So one of the things you really want to make sure is like, Nobody likes waiting in lines, whether it's at the concession stands or trying to get in. How do you uh, minimize that? So you could order right from your car and you walk into the ballpark and you go to where you need to go. And food is either delivered to you where you're sitting or you just go pick it up. There's no waiting and standing in line. Uh, There's nothing coming in between your experience of the ballpark and the game. So we want technology to take the backseat that just enables and figures out what your amazing immersive experience is going to be. Every part of your journey is connected. You know, if you want to uh, access and buy memorabilia or sign baseballs, it's just all relatively easily done for you. And all you're there is to enjoy that moment with your family or friends and uh, watch the game. And hopefully people will be back. And and I can promise you we'll get there. I'm hoping it's uh, not five years, but much earlier than that. A lot of the technologies are there. Uh, we just need to make sure that, that we do that at scale for 40,000 people. And I talked to you about uh, allowing people to create their own baseball experience, both physical and digital. That's what we mean. Uh, Vasanth, I think you just created a new season ticket holder. Uh, probably more than one. So <laughs> that's, that's a wonderful vision. Before I could let Vasanth and Truman go, I needed to ask them one more thing. Vasanth, I'll start with you. What excites you most about 5G? Look, I think it's uh, it, it's the obvious ones. It's uh, the experience you're going to have is going to change. The rich, immersive experience that was never thought possible, it will be possible with 5G. It's still in the early stages, but I'm excited about uh, what, uh, um, especially from a sports point of view, I'm excited about what it can bring to the fans and provide a you know, rich, and a more communal experience. And I think it's up to us across MLB and across all the leagues to make that possible. And we will. And we'll see. We're going to have some interesting things in the T-Mobile home run derby and uh, the All-Star game this year with the AR and 5G. And uh, it will be fun to uh, showcase that to our fans. And and Truman, 
Same question to you. What excites you most about 5G? So I was just recalling one of the first cell phones I had that had data capabilities, which I think was like a Sony Ericsson phone with GPRS, which at the time, you know, 56K bits per second. And it was like, wow, this is amazing. I remember using it on the Accela train going, you know, up to Boston. And I just thought it was mind blowing that you could take data with you and you didn't have to dial up. And we've just seen phenomenal impacts with the data rates increasing as every new technology, 3G, 4G, and now 5G. It just unlocks capabilities and you see a richer media format in every single site that you go to. So that's only going to increase. And whether that's actually AR or you know it's uh, 4K or 8K streaming, these, these video streams look beautiful. And just imagine being able to take that anywhere you go possibly give it to the kids in the backseat of the car and they're streaming at you know 4k just that's the kind of things that you can do with 5g and i think it's just going to open up the possibility for a, you know a more connected world which i think uh, has a lot of benefits as well well said well vasanth and truman thank you so much for being on the show i greatly appreciate it thanks for having us I again want to thank Vasanth and Truman for coming on the show and sharing their vision of how technology can enhance the world around us in meaningful ways. By laying out infrastructure, building engaging experiences, and leveraging the power of 5G, I have no doubt that MLB will continue to pull in new generations of fans. And I can't wait to get back to a baseball game and see this technology in action. As we see more sophisticated implementations of technologies like augmented reality and the Internet of Things, we need 5G connectivity to make it all work as intended. You don't want to try out a new interactive AR feature at a baseball game and then wait for everything to buffer. That would cause you to miss the next play. I really think that in terms of 5G utility, professional sports make a pretty great use case. But the powerful story behind 5G is that it can enable technological processes in any kind of organization. If there is a task that depends on high throughput and low latency, 5G is the answer, and all without cables. Be sure to join us for more The Restless Ones as we meet with thought leaders in tech. Thanks for listening. I'm Jonathan Strickland. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. These days, new ways of working have become the norm, and the status quo no longer cuts it when it comes to helping businesses evolve and grow. That's why T-Mobile for Business uses unconventional thinking to help businesses seize innovation. Only T-Mobile offers America's largest and fastest 5G network, which makes their new WFX solutions possible letting businesses stay connected and productive where work happens. See what T-Mobile for Business can do for you at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or features. See t-mobile.com. 